Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the My Movie DNA podcast. My name is Johnny Andrews, I'm a movie-loving Englishman and I'm coming to you from Auckland, New Zealand. Thank you for tuning in. My guest for this episode is London rapper Jelani Blackman. An accomplished vocalist, producer and multi-instrumentalist, Jelani has just released his fantastic debut album, The Heart of It. This comes after a busy few years in the industry that saw him collaborating with, among others, Damon Albarn and Gorillaz, and with producers Fred Again and Brian Eno. My conversation with Jelani was recorded online at the end of November 2023. Just a warning around swearing in this episode. Nothing that Jelani or I said. Jelani was perfectly behaved, but I do play a particularly sweary clip of a well-known actor losing it on set. So just to watch out if you have young children or the easily offended listening. My talk with Jelani covers Christopher Nolan and Martin Scorsese, Christian Bale and Leonardo DiCaprio, and we discuss the power that Scampi and Chips and Prosecco has on a movie when you're suffering with a hangover. Okay, here we go. Recording in progress. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. I can hear you. Can hey, you hear me? how are you? Hi, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. And you're in London, I'm guessing? I am in London, yes. Where, whereabouts uh, it? Uh, East London. East London, nice. And is that where yeah. you grew up? No, I grew up in West London. Ah, so you've gone over to the yeah. other side. Yeah, yeah. I actually moved for, uh, I moved for a girl a long, a long time oh, ago, really? but uh, yeah. Oh, it's all coming out now. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, how about you? Where are you from? So I'm from Manchester. Okay. So yeah. But you, but you live in Australia. But I live in New Zealand. Uh, how long have you lived there? Uh, 15 years. I came out here for a girl as well. Did you actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, uh, we're still married, so it's going well so far. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for joining me. Let's just get straight into it. So congratulations on the album, The Heart of It. Uh, it is Thank fantastic. I've been, I've been listening to it. I've got it behind me. Where, where are you? There you are. Uh, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, is it. It's going well, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's just getting into it now, really. So yep. it's, it's going to be another... I don't know, how of six months of, of running this album and, and getting it out and, and talking about it, playing it. So, yeah, so it's good. It's good. So obviously, you have that thing of when it first drops that it's all like, oh, and then you need to digest. But yeah. I'm feeling good. And it's been yeah. well received? Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It nice. has been well. I've been listening to it a lot. My favourite three songs on the album are the one-word mm-hmm. titles. So Clear, which I think is an absolute banger. I can't wait till we go clear know it felt like we already had it all I can't wait till we go clear Me and you, I know our backs against the wall But it's perfect when you're near I can't wait till we go clear I can't wait till we go Me and you, we got this Life is a mosh pit, just so toxic sometimes I wanna be us in the sunshine Banana price rise higher than my gun crime Chatting about kids that you want mine I tried this, I tried that Some love goes and it never comes back But I never step back When I'm mentioning you If they're your enemies then you know they're mine too Light up the place when you enter the room But got nothing to prove Yeah we've been bruised That's just the road that we choose Looking for penthouse views And I'm in there soon Nah, baby we can't lose I can't wait till we go clean 
Damage and Faded. Those are my those are my top three. Nice. They're actually all produced by the same guy. Mm. Did you check that? No, I didn't. Maybe that's why. I, I do like the music of, of all three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Um, He actually also produced Comfy, the tune I did called Comfy. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's got a very distinct style. So nice. that makes sense. So this is a movie podcast. I'm going to ask you about all your favorite movies. Yes. And the album was strongly uh, influenced by some movies. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everything I do is kind of influenced by uh, films to an extent, I think, nice. because... I, uh, yeah, cinema has been a big part of my life and I feel very connected to film in a lot of ways. One yeah. one question I didn't send you, and this is to slightly catch you off guard, uh, Jelani mm-hmm. Blackman, what was the last film you watched? Ooh, I watched some really good films this week, actually. Yeah, I, uh, well, yeah, the week just passed. I watched a Dream Scenario, mm. the one that just came with Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage, yep. And, uh, and also Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, uh, yep, yep. I saw Anatomy of a Fall. Very good. Yeah, yeah, really good. They're, they're both wicked. I think I preferred Anatomy of a Fool. I actually thought that the, the thing that stood out for me in Anatomy of a Fall was how the French court system works. Like, it was like a big yeah. conversation. It was so weird. And people were like yeah. talking over each other and talking in different languages. Uh, but I thought I was wondering how, like, how dramatized that was because obviously you know in lots of Hollywood films is nothing like what yeah. the actual law system. So I, I'd be interested to know how factual that that was. Actually, do you know though that's actually not true. That's not the last film that. Come I on, what was it? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> The last film that I watched was the night before with um, Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a Christmas. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With uh, yeah. Gordon, Joseph He's, Gordon he, Levitt. Yeah, Joseph yeah, Gordon yeah. Gordon, yeah. Yeah. Joseph Levitt, yeah, yeah. No, that's a pretty Joseph cool. Gordon. That's a pretty good. I think all Seth Rogen stuff I quite like. My, my wife likes him, so that's a, a good thing. I'm going to try and ask you some some of my questions, but like interspersed with some questions about the album, because I want to hear about the album. Obviously, it's been a, a long time coming. That's just come out, I think, in November. Mm-hmm. Was was it a long road up up to that? Because it's your debut uh, album, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was a long campaign actually. It started in June, July, brought like the, the first kind of yeah announcement of it. So it was July, August, October, November. Yeah, five five months. I've been I've been chatting about it already. Yeah. So it's been it's been good. I, I think that's why like now I'm kind of settling into a different space with it. Are you yeah. are you playing yeah. live as well? Yeah, yeah well I've, I've just announced the tour based oh, nice. on, on that. So. so that that that's a tour in into next year, I'm guessing. It, well, it's, it starts in February. Oh, nice, cool. Around the UK, yeah. UK and Europe. Okay. Company. Yeah. Very nice. And have you done much live yeah. work before, or is this like a? I've done a lot of live stuff. This is going to be a new experience for me because. 
I've got a new live setup, right. so I'm going to do it with keys and guitar. So nice. that'll be, uh, yeah, it's like, I feel like the music deserved it. So yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, everything yeah. is there. Because that, yeah. was a, that was the thing that, that jumped out at me about the album. It's, it's, it is hip hop or rap or whatever you want to call it, but it's, it's also got like quite a lot of pop sensibilities and ver very soulful. And that's the thing that, that really that struck a chord with me, that it was quite melodic and, and, and tuneful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's the point. That was that was what I was aiming for is to kind of take it into a space where there was a little bit more. Because I used to sing a lot in my in my songs, and I, and I felt like seeing as it's the debut album, it it needs to come back in and give people some anthems to to sing nice. along to. Nice. So, Jelani Blackman, what's your earliest yes. movie memory? Um, so, it's, I think my first really distinct one is, is Space Jam. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just fell in love with it. It blew my mind. Yep. It had literally everything that you could ever want out of a film. Michael and, Jordan. Um, I, yeah, Michael Jordan, Looney Tunes. Yep. Uh, like a normal person going into a cartoon. It just, it was, it's like, it's like all of the best parts of those kind of, of that storytelling of, of a, a fish out of water, but like based around, and the soundtrack was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big, which is a big thing for me and a big part of like, yeah, music, uh, films in general is obviously the soundtrack. How old would you have been when you saw that for the first time? Maybe four. Wow. Okay. So four, four or five. Like it, the impact was crazy. Everything, everything for like a significant of time, amount of time that I got presents or birthdays with Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they just yeah. did a, was it a sequel that came out last year or, or, or a reboot or something? Pretty, actually, I tried to start and I just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't do it to Ron James. It's always the same, it. isn't it? When they try and redo these films from like your youth and they they don't really get it right. Or like the, nah. magic, the magic's not there. It's just not there. It's the, and, and I think it's, but when it's, when films are done cynically, it comes across. Yeah. Yeah, when they're yes. after the money, you can tell they're after the money. Yeah, oh. definitely. Yeah. All right, nice. What what kind of films were you into when you were growing up? So you you've you've seen Space Jam. It's made a massive impact. What what were the sort mm -hmm. of films that the the young Jelani would have been watching like in into his teens? Uh, a lot of action and and fantasy. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm not a horror film person at all. I've never, it's never been my thing. I, I always used to just feel like the world is, is, is challenging scary and enough. scary enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to that's right. put it in, in my eyeline. So, um, so yeah, so no, it's never, that's never been my thing. But I do love fantasy and I am, um, and good comedy. But if, if, if I'm being really honest, and I know that I'm on a film podcast, so I might get crucified for this, but no, that's fine. I am, uh, I, as much as I love film and I do watch good films, I am also a very lazy film watcher in that I'm in it for the entertainment and the uh, escapism mm -hmm. as opposed to being... So uh, so a lot of the films that I watch, or I definitely watched when I was younger, were like... But like the team... Like the like Super Bads and, and um, Jurassic Park, obviously, moving on uh, from Space Jam. Uh, I watched all of the Harry Potters, which was also one of the things. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Which are quite pretty good. Yeah, they are. They are. I, uh, I was probably because I'm obviously a, uh, quite a bit older than you, I think, and I seem to remember going to see the first Harry Potter film, mm 
because it had a trailer for something else that I was really excited about. And I think me and my yeah. friend went to see it and we didn't really get the whole Harry Potter thing because it was just a bit, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd sort of missed that. But uh, they mm. they were like massive films as well in the UK, eh? Yeah, they were, they were huge. They, they were, they were, and like they were as big as the, as the books deserved them to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, um, but also this, this, this probably um, will add to, my reasoning of why I, like, I saw basically everything is that I had this really mad experience where my local cinema let me in for free uh, just because the, the woman behind the desk really liked me. Nice. So I used to just go in to see like literally everything. So like that period of time was one of the best times of my life. Nice. From like, yeah, 10 to 14, I basically had run of the cinema and they just let me in. It, nice. yeah, it was amazing. That's the sort of uh, thing I need now. N not when I'm a child. I need I need that now. Yeah. People can let me in the cinema yeah. for free. I'm faded too soon. I'm faded too soon. Soon. I'm faded too soon. Soon. I'm faded too soon. Soon. I'm back in your motives, the notice. Our friends come from the same cultures. We could go out together and own it. But it's good that we're separate. Love your independence. It's a shame we were both on a guest list. Yeah, I can see your messages when offline think that party's ending. I'm faded too soon. Oh, this, this was funny. So I was speaking to your team a couple of weekends ago. And we were trying to sort this out. So obviously your name was on my radar. We uh, had taken the family down to Wellington, which is the other big city in, in New Zealand. We're going around the zoo. We're looking at a lion. Guess what the lion was called? Have a guess. If it's not Let me show you on my phone. Nice. Well, it's a Swahili name, so that makes sense. And it says, Jelani is quietly confident. He enjoys stalking and chasing enrichment items and playing with his brother. Nice. So it was just a I nice a nice thing that I'd heard your name and then all of a sudden I saw that. I thought, that's weird. That is that is, a, that is an odd coincidence. <laughs> I only saw one of the brothers. I'll show you a photo again. Sorry, this is quite boring for people listening to an audio podcast. <laughs> But that's, I think that that was Jelani there. Oh, he's a good looking lion. He is, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a favourite movie genre? E yes. Not horror. I do. We don't like horror. Definitely. Anything <laughs> other than horror is my favourite genre. <laughs> yeah. Would you go and see a horror film or not? I have. I, but more just because I like a challenge and I, and I like to uh, see stuff there. Sure. I, I never like to say no to stuff. Yeah. And it was, I think it was how and I was like, go on, why not? But I, I didn't, I don't enjoy them. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I had a really mad experience with Pan's Labyrinth when oh. I was like, this, yeah. this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. But see, that, so that's like, well, that's like, um, what's it called? Surrealist kind of fantasy on the border of horror fantasy. Yeah. yeah. That I had to deal with because the, the story, the narrative kind of, yeah, it, it almost overrides the fear factor, but it did make a big impression on me. Yeah, it's and a great I do film. Remember when 
I don't want this feeling coming out of a cinema again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah. Sorry. Just... Is is there a genre that you gravitate to usually though? Uh, it, it used to be action, mm. but I, I mean, with lots of cinema at the moment, there are there are less films being produced. I like, I I I used to love. I mean, I still do. I love blockbusters. I love films that look like they have had loads of money spent on them. Yep. To be honest, like just because there is something different about how they feel. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously what's made well to an extent what has dis- differentiated them from indie films. Yeah. But I would say moment that there are a not enough of them being made and the ones that are are pretty bad so did you I, see I, this, uh the creator yeah sci-fi film yeah i kind of liked it i felt like it was a bit propaganda to be honest a little I bit a little bit i didn't i didn't enjoy it but he was clearly a terrible guy yeah and yeah he didn't get anywhere near as much sh- uh, shit as he should have yeah, yeah in yeah. that film for, yeah but I just mentioned that because you, you mentioned you like films where you can see that they've put they spent some money on it. I think that film yeah. they 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 made it for a little like forty million or something like that. But it looks like a two hundred million film. Like it looks fantastic. Uh, yeah. But I think the guy Gareth Edwards who directs it, he's got form in uh, making low lowish budget films look very expensive. Uh, mm. So his first film, Monsters, I don't know if you've seen that. They just went out and no. shot shot it. Like There was just six of them. I think they shot it in South America or Central America. They literally shot it themselves and then added the special effects in after. And I think that's essentially what they've done with the creator. They've, they went out and, sh- and shot a film and then added the, the, yeah. all the special effects in after, which, you know, is... Probably something that Hollywood doesn't think of doing. Yeah, well, I mean, doing stuff in post is going to be a lot. It's going to get easier and easier. Yeah, there are so many tools you can do with that. I mean, A twenty four as a production company are doing crazy yeah. uh, things. As um, when I was w- watching Anatomy of a Fool and I was looking at the trailers that were coming up, and there were like two or three of them. Mm-hmm. Were two, two or three, like uh, yeah, films that are coming up from them. So all oh, now look forward to that. So this is a bit of a tangent, but I also love uh, epics, historical war epics. Oh yeah, and I'm definitely Napoleon. Ah yes. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah, yeah. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Yeah. I've not also se- a great. I've not seen it. It's a great film. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but I am looking forward to it. You got a yeah. favorite uh, A24 film? Uh, I think everything, everywhere, all at once, oh, probably. Fantastic. Which I didn't. I didn't even clock because basically I was in the cinema with my mum because she loves film. That's kind of where I must, I think I get the love from, but she, uh, that was her favorite film of last year. She watched it twice. I think, yeah, she watched it twice. And then I was just chatting to her about A24 anyway. And I was just like, they're, they're doing loads of stuff. And then I list, I was listing their, uh, kind of their catalog. And that was the first one that came up. It is so, crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? How much good stuff yeah. they've done. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a uh, salt burn, uh, last week. So that's the new yeah. em- Emerald Fennell film. It didn't work for me, but I just... It's really interesting. Someone that just walked in, I think, saw it last night. So oh, I was about to, I was going to ask his opinion about it. <laughs> ask, ask them now, because I want to I want to find out what they thought. Yeah. Sorry, do you mind? I'm just doing this podcast on films. Did you see Saulburn last night? No, no. Uh, did you... I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm ah. watching it tonight. <laughs> He's, his opinion's been reserved. All right. <laughs> That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. I, I do want to watch it. It wasn't high. It wasn't high on my list though. But I definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Go. I wait. I wait. He's, yeah. He's gone. Cool. I know. Well, we won't talk about. It. 
Okay. <laughs> I do want to know. We won't <laughs> give it away. Hey, uh, what was the last film? You- last film I watched. Hmm. Uh, good question. Oh, I watched the Age of Innocence this morning, which is the Scorsese film. Yeah. I, not for me. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Nah. Wait, is is the most the most recent one? No, no, that's uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. This the one Flower is. Moon, yeah, that's. Yeah, that was good. Why did? Yeah, why did you watch Age of Innocence? This because I'm trying to watch all of the Scorsese films I've not seen. So okay. there's the odd one here and there. So th- this is a it's a period drama from 1992, I think, with Daniel Day Lewis and Winona Ryder. N- not for me. <laughs> I, no. I, I I struggled through it and made it to the end, but uh, I mean, he made this in between Cape Fear and Casino. Mm-hmm. Which is very weird okay. that he's made this quite boring. No, it's, boring's a strong word. He's so boring. Yeah, he can be real. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he probably maybe he just needed to take his foot off the brakes. Yeah, because Casino, um, Cape Fear are are definitely not that type of film. Yes, but yeah. Even, yeah, sorry. Even his even his film. What one thing that I would say in terms of genres I lean towards is I'm not a big fan of. And I know that all, obviously all films have drama, but I'm not a big fan of drama or drama-orientated mm. film. But that's not just because I'm impatient. I think I've worked it out over the last couple of years so I can explain it properly. What, what my, um, my feeling towards it generally is oh, when you're conscious of doing something which is meant to be serious and, and treat it like that, you are so much more at risk of doing the opposite. And I think that so few directors have the skill and the new ones, particularly like recent directors and or American directors of, of pulling that off yeah. because they are so self-aware. So, um, and, and then I just feel, and then I feel uh, frustrated or bored by the story that I'm being told because actually they're more interested in the drama. And actually I, I, I think drama comes from story as opposed yeah. to like, like, yeah, being, being smart with how you shoot something. It comes from the story. Not, people aren't telling the story all the time. Nice. They're looking at the scene. Yeah. I I quite like the Oscars and it quite annoys me that the Oscars really only like celebrate dramas. You know, there's the odd outlier, like uh, everything everywhere all at once. But, but, you know, year in, year out, nearly every film that that gets nominated is, is drama, drama, drama. And uh, that's not right. And it's not right. It's not right. This film is bigger than drama. Yeah. All all films Drama. It's bigger than the than the ser- the serious dramas. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about working with gorillas. I saw this with Damon um, Albarn. Different, <laughs> like it. Give me my toes. Um, yeah, it was wicked. It was a, it was a an amazing time and opportunity and experience that that their whole team and like everyone involved in the project. They're very like, it's very like a family. Hey, I don't mind change. I don't like hate. See when the sound system break, we make the system shake. And the girl wanna swing my way. Play street with the street that I played. But I'm in the street and we hear all saints. Imagine all saints when you wake. Hey, that's a good taste. Mm, that's a good space. Hey, that's a mad place. Like that's a real wave. Mm. I miss it so deeply, well put that shit on my grave Ay, bop and swears, ten toes for the rave and the rain Ay, I love carnival waves, it don't feel the same That's cool, don't get in my way 
on my grave. Yeah, we like champagne, but we like red strap, and we like red. It don't feel the same. That's cool, don't get in my way. But back in bed, not in hell, weren't no film. Teddy boys and my granddad on side, but he backed it 'cause his bones last still. Mm. So long on an island, they were really out there in the field. When the vibe was real, that's why I get on my feels when I know that I can't fucking live here still. It don't feel the same. That's cool, don't get in my way. In fact, don't migrate. Yeah, we like champagne, but we like red stripe, and we like red. It don't feel the same. That's cool, don't get in my way. I enjoyed it a lot, and I enjoyed being on the inside of it and and playing O2 Arena in Oof. in like obviously the biggest. Yeah, that's yeah. No, that's no small space, is it? That's uh, no. yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not. But it actually was easier than than playing a small stage sometimes because you kind of there are so many people you just are in it. Yeah. Like yeah, and uh, and the, and the energy in the room was, was obviously yeah amazing and yeah great 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 time great time Jelani Blackman do you have favourite actor yes I have an I have an actor that I respect the most I think mm -hmm. uh, Christian Bale oh nice yeah I I really like just him I like his ethos I like his his film choices his role his role choices um Obviously, he's he's a method actor. Actually, no, I really in the same thing. I also like Leonardo DiCaprio for that reason. Yeah. But um, a bit actually, who I think sometimes maybe because he was a bit of a pretty boy in the nineties, gets a little bit of a oh, it's a Brad Pitt stick. But he's a wicked actor. He is, and he does really really good films and has great film selection. Which, if 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 I was to to make any parallels to music, is that if you're a rapper, you're only as good as the beats that you choose. Mm. Like if you're not. And I think that, that um, the, one of the reasons that Jay-Z is the greatest rapper of all time is because he was just clinical, but like, he, just, he was gifted with, with how he chose which, what music to get on. And I think Brad Pitt and DiCaprio and, and Christian Bale all have, have that skill and then have the goods to back it up because they are all really, really solid actors. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, 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 I could go on about that. As a, and as a and Christian Bale's a local boy as well. So he's from London, isn't he? Around there? He is from yeah. London. What's crazy is that he's, he's that good of an actor. I didn't know that for so it long. Is, yeah. <laughs> you, you wouldn't ever yeah. pick him as an Englishman, but yeah, it is uh, weird. Not at all. Have, not you, seen at all, the, have uh, you seen <laughs> Have you seen the video where he loses it on the set of Terminator something? <laughs> it's so funny. You should, you should find it on YouTube. Some lighting man i think uh is moving around in his eye line and he just loses it yeah. as lighting man but he loses it in american so he's that much of a method yeah. actor that he actually loses his nerve and has a go at this guy in american uh yeah and then i, I think they apologized after and you know but it's, yeah wait what is it sure. what is it on the uh, terminator Genesis or uh, Salvation? Yeah, I mean, that probably was... wasn't enjoying. Probably no. wasn't enjoying himself massively. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he some, yeah. He did to bed a little bit. Although I'm sure he was getting paid for it. Yeah, I'm not so sure he was getting paid for it. <laughs> I want you off the fucking set, you prick. I'm sorry. 
Now, don't just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. What the, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No. No. Don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, oh, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> What's the uh, weather like there? I just saw that out, out the window. It's of course, London. Cold, yeah. It's actually cold. The, the temperature's dropped. Yeah. yeah, it was really warm two days ago. It's warm and sunny, and now the, the temperature's kind of just dropped again. So it's going to be a cold, cold old winter, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm all right. I like the I like the change in season. I like it. Was it like over there? It's just about to start getting really hot, which is good. It's a good. No way. <laughs> sorry, it's a good time of year. Yeah, because obviously everything's reversed. So they're like the yeah. my my kids like their school holidays. Their big like six week school holiday starts in like a couple of weeks. So it's like oh, this wow, okay. almost the summertime. Yeah, nice. Brian Eno. Yes, I saw I saw a mention of Brian Eno as well. Yeah, he was working with a producer that I was working with a lot at the time and he was like now massive pardon this guy called yeah Fred again and um but he was he was working on a separate project a while ago and it yeah I went to the studio with him he was very he was as you would imagine Brian Eno to be is what I could say I actually wasn't like massively versed in it before I went so I uh but then I, I but then I was by the time that I left yeah. and then checked it and everything afterwards and yeah he was <laughs> he was very he was very bright you know nice he was nice though he was a nice guy he was a nice guy <laughs> nice release is a long show building with the wrong blocks block it out block it out block colors all primary still now they're secondary just go or set a speed can't check the telemetry because your thoughts are mine I walk an awful line, lines drawn to enforce a mind, but mind out I was tied down. Reeking of anarchy, speaking of sanity, synapses lapse into tragedy. You carried me, now I wonder how far can I fall? How far can I fall? How far can I fall? Cause I give you. Back to movies. Do you have a favourite director? Um, yeah. You, could, this is, might be a difficult question because we've only been speaking for a bit. But do you think that you could guess who one of them might be? Who it might be based on like what I've said? Yep, I do. Who? I reckon you'd say Christopher Nolan. Oh, yes, mate. Well done. <laughs> Ah, oh, genius! That's 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 why you're that's why you're on the other side of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Christopher Nolan then. I I think that he's, um, I think that he's got he's worked out the formula. And I, but this is something that I respect about a few few directors. But I think that he has worked out 
the formula for putting his own stamp on a good story. And I think that that is the definition of any director that you would like, I guess, recognize beyond the film. In the same way, like a, a di- you might have a one hit wonder, but like anyone that's got a catalogue of films, you're like, okay, cool. Well, you've worked out what your thing is, what your identity is. And um, I, I feel that about Wes Anderson as well a bit, actually. Yeah. I, I have a lot of time for him as a director, but but yeah, but but Nolan's films appeal more to me. And um, and I would say that The Dark Knight is probably as close as perfect of a film as as you get re- really for for me personally. I know there's a lot lots of people that disagree, but I think the the thing that is special about that film is the pacing, yep. um, the acting, and the fact that he's taken something which is traditionally not serious and not try to make it too serious. He's just giving it some weight. And like, I think that that's it, is that there's no, yeah. I mean, it's, it's and, so, and the performances, obviously some of those performances in that film are just uh, world-class, for Heath Ledger being one of them. It would have yeah. been accumulative. Do you think that pushed him over the edge? Probably, because I've I've read the bit where so all that all that sort of like uh, filmmaking that he was doing, like uh, where he was like torturing the cop and he was like doing it on his on his uh, smartphone, you know, blah blah blah. I, I heard that like had an effect on him. So you mm. know, obviously he was doing drugs at the same time, and I don't know, just yeah, a, yeah. just an accident, I guess, but just a horrible accident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It is. It was tragic. He, I, I, I liked him a lot as an actor, actually, yeah. and I felt like there was there was still some some greatness to come from him. But, but we got it in that film. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and and I, that would that would be up there for me. And I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you Wait. about Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I was. I wanted to go to the cinema, but it's been a bit of a hectic time for me, as as you can imagine. I so can imagine. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I haven't had a chance, but it's definitely very high up. And I just, I think I needed the, the headspace to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. sit and be like two, three hours and not not be concerned about that. Are you, so you, do you rarely get like nights off? Uh, I haven't been, no, not for a long time. Right. This week I've had a couple gaps in between, but generally not really. Sure. Yeah, yeah. generally it's, it's been full on, but it's good. I, I like being busy. If you can go go and see Oppenheimer on IMAX, if if it's still playing in London, 
because yeah, IMAX is just fantastic. Yeah. What was the last thing I saw in? You know, the the last thing I saw wasn't the best thing I've seen. The best thing I ever saw in IMAX was Dunkirk. Oh yeah. Brilliant. Uh, no, sorry, not Dunkirk. Uh, nineteen. 19- oh, nineteen seventeen. Eight. 1917 yeah, yeah, yeah. the one one track shot that yeah. was oh, yeah, yeah. that was an experience i bet yeah. yeah i didn't see that in imax i don't think and is that the bfi imax uh there's or is there a few yeah, BFI. there's there's i think there's two but the big one that like the the kind of lose your mind scale one yeah. is in is yeah because i haven't been actually hadn't been there for years before i went to see 1917 and i just forgot about the scale it's fucking insane yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen the inside of the sphere in Las Vegas? Like, if they start showing films yeah. in that, we're we're, we're finished because that yeah. would just be like the ultimate uh, viewing experience. They need to start showing films in there. They need to find a way to make it profitable. Yeah. You see, they lost like it was like eighty mil or something. Oh, really? Already. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, wow, it's, it's not been. But I think it's just because of the costs. Like, lots of those things in like uh, not amuse not amusements. I think or something attractions. Attractions. Yeah, they they take break even so sure. i imagine that will do over time but yeah. it's just i mean fuck, can you imagine a light bill for that place <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. imagine if you had to change one of them at the very top yeah yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> it's, it doesn't seem particularly sustainable to me but I, i'd like to check it out do you have a favorite soundtrack or score it might be space jam you know i, I tell you what this, my favorite soundtrack might be space jam mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy and Dave Jordan as a music supervisor is uh, a hero. I he was he's the first time that I mean maybe this says, says a lot about it as a role, but he was the first time I ever noticed it yeah. as a role because I started looking at I, well I started seeing his name across it and then also just looking at other stuff that he done and he's yeah he's prolific anyway, but he's just got a he's got a, a way about. Um, curated music for films yeah. that's uh, yeah that's pretty that, special that role <laughs> of music su- supervisor is definitely something that uh in the last 20 years or so it's become more of a thing so mary mm. mary ramos is oh not is or was not is the music supervisor of tarantino okay. uh, and then you've got someone like i think randall poster is the music supervisor of Wes Anderson. So obviously he's, he's very, very busy as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, th- those Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. have you got a favorite song from those Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks? 
I think it's the, the intro. I can't remember what it's called, but the... Yeah, the, the Native American guy. I think that's one of the best intros of any film. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or. Nice. It's very really. What's yeah. on the uh, Space Jam soundtrack? I actually don't think I've seen it. The Space. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to actually list it because some of them are quite slightly controversial. <laughs> but I would like. Listen, <laughs> um, to take uh, aside from from how I feel about um, this person, I'm just going to list the songs on the soundtrack because I was fired. So. Forgive me for it being an amazing soundtrack. I think. Oh, hit him high. Do you know what? It was just mad. It was mad to people. That... I don't know. All right, so hit him high. Uh, Coolio, LL Cool J, Buster Rhymes. Given all you've got, Robin J. That's the way I like it. Bismarck, he's been doctors. Fly like an eagle, seal. I found my smile again, D'Angelo. The winner, Coolio. Basketball Jones, Barry White. Upside down, salt and pepper. I turn to you, bugging. Bugs, 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 um, for you, I will, Monica. And the one that I left at the end, but like I will say, is obviously I believe I can fly. Ah, yes, of um, course. Yeah. Um, but even aside from that, it was an incredible soundtrack, and uh, yeah, and and as a as a five six year old, I think introduction into rap and R and B and yep. all of those vibes. Heavy vibes. If you look, at it, it's like D'Angelo to LL Cool J. So like, and then the crossover like Bismarck and I was yeah blew my mind. Would would you consider that soundtrack then as as sort of like a stepping stone to where where you are now in terms of uh, you know that that started you on on your path? I guess so. Yeah, to an extent, it was one of the first CDs that I had, and I played it constantly. <laughs> so like, it, yeah, it, it would have been it would have been a it would have been the foundation of a lot of of the vibes that I that I felt. Like R and B and rap vibes, yeah. Because I didn't, I have, I have no siblings, and that was never really. I, I've had a lot of R and B, but rap was not like a massive thing when I was a lot younger. Yeah, I think I got my first, my first rap CD when I was maybe eight or nine, oh, okay. seven, eight. But, but yeah, but given to me, Jay Z. Oh, Hard really? Knock Life. Nice. Which song? Sorry. Yeah. Hard Knock Life. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jay Z. Nice. Yeah. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport, and I am the host of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I personally would like you to all know that we are joining forces with iHeartRadio. We'll be talking about life, sports, music, film, and everything in between. Here are some of the fun we have with the world's most disruptive podcast. Charlemagne the God. What's up, my brother? Michael Rappaport, what's happening? I got a special, special, special guest. I'm going to gush over him first. I'm in here with my man, Big Ron Perlman. Damn. One of a kind. Until they can do better. Ellen Pompeo. We got the great Wanda Sykes. Baritone stylings of my man Omar Epps. Iron Mike Tyson. It's Iron Mike and White Mike on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Listen to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I Am Rappaport Podcast. Do you have a favorite cinema? I have a favourite current cinema. Mm. It is the Hackney Picture House. Oh, yeah. And I've only really just discovered how good it is. 
Somebody else has said this to me. I've never been there, but... Really nice. Yeah. I I was really lucky to have some... uh, I grew up very close to kind of... I would say... I mean, they were iconic in terms of... I mean, London is is just packed full of iconic cinemas. Yeah. So is is just especially in central london i think maybe actually i've never really thought about it but you don't have to go far to find one and i think that that's that probably says says a lot and they they all have something especially now especially like post uh, what was it covid no not not post covid pre pre covid it was there was like a kind of shift in cinema culture from odeon to more boutique style uh, yeah but i'm trying to remember the name of the one that kind of really kicked it off in london at least Ugh, this, the chain that kicked it off it'll come to me but, yeah. but anyway yeah uh picture house is also another one and like and the coronet like is like a, it was really like old school it used to be a theater in like victorian times i think yeah yeah in Nine hill that's not a cinema anymore but yeah it's also cool is the it's also cool hackney picture house is that like an old theater as well mm. or is it more modern yeah. of being an old building mm. but the, um but I, well, I think what I like about it is just the screens are really nice. The screens are nice and the seats are comfortable and it feels like a living room. Nice. And they just, rec- and they, rec- <laughs> they recline, which is nice. But it's not like, it's not fancy. It's not like a, yeah, you don't get that feel from it. It's just nice. It's just very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I think is the best thing. Yeah. What more would you want out of a cinema than for it to be as comfortable like it's your living room? The only, the other thing I don't like about this boutique cinema uh environment is the ones where they serve food and like you'll you'll be there and the guy next to you will be having like a big plate of stinky nachos or something like that and and uh yeah only because i want to eat them hot food i do i do hear that but can i just i can i, can I tell you i'll give you this give you this scenario do it. i uh, i had been on a night out and it was the next day and i didn't know what to do with myself i thought i just really i need to be enclosed in and entertained and like my my instinct said don't go home it's like you you need somewhere to go to and uh and i went to and i was like ah and suddenly it was like a light bulb i went cinema that's like your safe that's your safe space that's uh that's great and i went in and i'd never been in a cinema before that sold food or anything like that and i came in i sat down looked at the menu they had like champagne and like scampi and chips and uh it was far enough the seats were far enough apart that you couldn't really tell the person was next to you and then i sat down looking just literally at the first film that had come up i hadn't really seen anything about it but i knew i'd wanted to see it and then the intro scene for guardians of the galaxy came on as the food was arriving and i took my first sip of uh of Seca. <laughs> i mean <laughs> so i i completely agree that for the yeah. most part but that as an experience wouldn't have been the same without the food. Sure, yeah. In surface. So I, I agree, but I think there, 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 there are exceptions. There are exceptions. So this is, that what, was life-changing. This is really that why was you like Guardians of the Galaxy. You just had some yeah. nice food because you were feeling a bit delicate. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, was also really good at that after that because I still didn't want to go back. I came out and then just saw what else was on. And then I went back in, into like the, the, the normal cheap cinema downstairs and watched the Inbetweeners movie oh, yeah. too. Ah, yes. Which is very good. Fun. Very yeah. fun. I like, I think that's the one where they get stranded in the desert. And, they uh, do, yeah. Like they're, like they're peeing in, into each other's mouths and then they say, oh, you've, we've only been here 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. 
that was that was just, uh, such a good series. I, I, it's such a, not a shame, but they they just made so few episodes. But the yeah. films translated, which they don't always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from, yeah, from series to cinema. Do you watch much TV? I do. I do. I think I've always watched a lot of TV though. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I do, but I use it to decompress as opposed to as I said. Oh no, I probably I probably use uh, it's probably a balance. But my favorite TV watching is. Is escapism. I think the I'm watching watching at the moment is is an adaptation of, of his Dark Materials, of Philip Pullman's uh, yep. Dark Materials. Yeah, it's a shame that they didn't ever do another one of the films of those. I actually thought it was pretty good with uh, Daniel Craig and they got Pan oh, and Nicole Kidman. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there seemed to be a lot yeah. of films around that around that time, sort of like the mid two thousands, that were all a bit the same. Probably like in the I'm guessing in the wake of like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and and such. But yeah, the yeah. other the other did that first one right. Yeah, they should have done the rest. I thought it was good. I like. I think, in retrospect, if they looked at what films are like now, yeah. they would make a sequel to. Yeah. Because yeah. that, yeah, that that being a bad film then says a lot about how bad the standard is of like, yeah, films that are being made like that now. now yeah, crazy. You're right. Do you have a controversial movie opinion? Yeah, I think the Martin School says he's a boring director. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't think that he's a good director. Mm-hmm. I think that he's been told he's a, he's an amazing director a lot and is very self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is a, a cardinal sin of directing, is that if you start, when you start indulging yourself beyond... Uh, the enjoyment of your audience you become like a jazz musician that plays a solo for six minutes yeah. even though it should be one that nobody wants to hear and no one wants to hear i actually agree with a part of that so the killers of the flower moon which i did enjoy but i don't want to be sat in in the cinema for three and a half hours and the same oh, it's too- yeah, The Irishman before that was just over three hours. Uh, well, I, I, after The Irishman, I was like, I'm never watching the film of his again. That's really? three hours. I was just, and my mum watched Killers of the Flower Moon. She was like, it was too long. She was like, it just felt very much like they were all just kind of self congratulating each other yeah. uh, and just enjoying, being like, oh, you're a great actor. I'm a great actor. Let's yeah. just make this scene 10 minutes long. I also, she also said that Brendan Fraser looked like he was out of his league, which I bless him because mm. I actually got a lot of time for him. Yeah, he only I, I, he was only in it for a few minutes. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to see more of him actually, but I think this film and The Irishman. So The Irishman was for Netflix, and this one's for Apple. I think they've obviously just gave him a load of money and said, "Make whatever you want." Yeah, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one, no one is saying, "Oh, we need a two-hour film or a two-hour twenty yeah. film." They just said, "Do whatever yeah. you want." And yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the wrong thing for a director. It gives them too much, uh, too much control. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just too much. And a, edit, a good edit makes a film, makes a book. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the whole point. Do you like any Scorsese films? Yeah, Taxi Driver is a good film. Though. Nice. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's and and yeah, but I mean, I think he he landed pretty pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, don't ever watch The Age of Innocence because <laughs> no, I believe me, I won't. I like Casino as well. Yeah, Casino's um, great. Very. But, oh, even that I felt too long though. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Goodfellas, I think, is just just right in terms of pace. It doesn't feel like a yeah. three-hour film, but I think yeah, there's, no. a, there's a there's a there's quite a lot of stuff he could have taken out of Casino, and it would have been better probably. It's, yeah. I mean, this is the last thing I'll say on it, but but maybe also, and maybe it's not his fault, it's not completely his fault, maybe my uh, patience slash tolerance. Although, no, I watch three-hour films, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not me. No, I was going to say it's no, me. It's not, I you. Think it's not me. It's not you. Well, when I saw The uh, the Irishman, you know, it was for Netflix, but they released it in cinemas like the week before for like, you know, a week. So I went yeah. to see it at the cinema and the guy behind me fell asleep and was snoring through the last like hour. So that to me proves that it's too 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 long a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the physical evidence is there. <laughs> You've already answered this, but what don't you like in terms of movies? So horror we're putting in there? Yeah. Horror, uh overly self indulgent actors or um or or <laughs> Not enough so that I can laugh at them for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind a I don't mind a like a self self referential um, performance. Self referential? No, sorry. Like a no itself, like a, a self aware yes. performance. Yeah, it's like I do this like this. But um, yeah, self indulgent directors. I don't I don't like drama for the sake of drama or. Or drama that has no has no narrative, um, but that's just that's 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 a personal thing. I'm not saying those films aren't good. I just I'm very interested in story. I think that that's that's what interests me. Um, I do love photography and like I, I'm I've, in stuff that I've directed myself and like music videos and stuff. I like that is a big focus, but I just can't. I just I don't have the um, I I can't watch a film just because it looks nice. Yeah, I, there's not enough. Life is too short. <laughs> it is too short. I was too short. Yeah. It, is directing and, and things like that something that you'd like to do more of in the future? Yeah, it's always something that I would like to do more of. It, it was something that I would have loved to have, like, I guess, have done as a, pardon, a path, a parallel path. It could have been. It could have been the same. But I think that if I'm being completely honest, the uh, there are lots of elements of it that don't interest me enough to be a really really good director sure um and i think that, that, that that's something that i is is nice to be honest with there are lots of things that i think that i can do but um that are outside of music that i enjoy doing but uh but directing i think yeah there is I, i've been on set and and some of the, the elements of of what it actually means to, to direct to, don't interest me I, I i love the vision and i love the I mean, I know a lot of big films don't actually have directors doing doing that, mm -hmm. but um, you mean just yeah. like the day to day, uh, the day to day, yeah, monotony of it yeah. all, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's it's a slog, and all the pre production and yep. and and all of that, and then all, oh, something that always gets me as well about a film is that it must be so accurate. Like if you're making a bad song, sometimes that's just that's a day. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Be like, oh, yeah, well, you had, a, <laughs> had enough one. But yeah. if you're halfway through a bad film, oh, yeah. my God. It's weird, isn't it? You, 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 yeah, sorry, go on. You, you see so many bad films because, like, there's just so much crap that's released. And 
those yeah. bad films, they got got through so many people, and no, yeah. you, nobody said, you know, nobody turned to each other and said, "This is a bit shit, isn't it?" Like, what, yeah. what's going wrong? It's like collective delusion. Yeah. Would you do? You, do you, I like? I do you ever wonder when you can see? I mean. I, I think it's really funny when you can see good actors knowing that they're in a bad film and kind of like realizing it as the yep. film goes on. Yep. I think a couple of Nick Cage films probably probably uh, uh, yeah. fall into that, where he's just sort of like having fun because he knows that it, it's probably not a great film, and he has been in great yeah, films, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's <laughs> very Brilliant. funny. He's I like Chris. I like I like Nick Nicholas yep. Cage actually. I like him a lot. I think he's 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 defied every single thing that could have put him in a in a box, um, and and whether people can say he's a good actor or not, I think like he is a good actor. He is a good actor. He's even Nick Cage. He's yeah. even good at acting at being uh, the um yeah. the um the um the uh, yeah, what's it called the of that's it yeah that was good great film. Hey, uh, I don't ask many people this question, but because we're close to the end of the year, I was going to ask: mm. Do you have a film of the year, twenty twenty three? Do you know what? <sighs> it's not. It's not Killers of the Flower Moon. It's definitely not Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. For um, lack of a better, me being able to remember and it being nine o'clock in the morning. I, I, it's a big accolade. Oh, do you know what I did enjoy? It wasn't this year though. And I don't know if it could be the first. I was going to say I enjoyed the second Knives Out. Oh, yeah. But that, but I don't know if I did actually. But I'm thinking of the, if there's, I did enjoy it, but I don't know if I, if, if I enjoyed it enough. I, I, so you've got me in a, you, you, you've got me in a hole now. That's good. Give me, give me yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me, Take your time. Give me a second. What, 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 what's come out this year? Well, we had like the big Mission Impossible, Barbie. Oppenheimer, yeah. which you've not seen yet. Uh, yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they all definitely hit a certain level of film that I enjoyed to an extent. I wouldn't say they you, were good. Are you they, on Letterboxd? Do you know what Letterboxd is? I'm on Letterboxd. No, no. Okay. Do you know what it is? No, what is it? Oh, it's, like, it actually. It's, what, it's an app where you like log what you're what you're watching. It's like a uh, movie app. Uh, yeah, yeah. But look into it; it's really good. Letterboxed without without an e, so it's B O X D. But yeah, yeah, I, 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 I does I, I, I do recognise it. I um, I'll definitely do that because for well, for 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 instances like this. Oh, do you know what hmm? the best film? I, I didn't see it in the list, but um. Lahane, because I watched it for ah. the first time, and it was very influential for like <clears throat> the mood around some of the things in the album. Yeah, because of the social commentary and because of the uh, the juxtaposition between them just trying to live their lives, yeah, and what's going on around them, and the moments of joy that they have through their kind of camaraderie and friendship, but like this kind of how brutal and pointless. It all is, and such a end. sad ending as well. Like they, they almost get home. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt that I, there were, I, it didn't feel over to me, so I wasn't, I was expecting something, but yeah, yeah, it's still shocking, and the kind of the unresolved, how how unresolved it is at the end, just yeah. agonizing. 
Like, I'm for anyone that hasn't seen it, I won't ruin it, but like that you never know yeah. what actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked film. Yeah, that's my Oh, that's a good choice i uh i saw it back in the 90s when i was at uni and i was watching quite a lot of uh sort of like edgy gangster films and things like that and i it went over yeah. my head then but last year i saw it on the big screen here in auckland we have quite a few cinemas right. that do lots of retro screenings and it really blew me away uh, uh, yeah yeah lovely film. yeah and just just the, the the photography and that's a great example of photography aiding uh, a director's vision yeah. and and the narrative and it not being self like not but, but not being indulgent beyond how good the film is like it's beautifully shot it, it looks amazing but it doesn't take away from how yeah how the story is told yes yeah. fantastic answer by the way thanks i'm glad i remembered it i would have been so annoyed i would have come off this at like 10 o'clock when my brain switches on and been like I actually on, only found out this year that it's actually pronounced La N. It's not La Hain. I found yeah, that out. La N. The hard way from, but if you say that, no one's going to know what you're talking about because everyone calls well, it La Hain. I say it like, I know, because <laughs> I said it. I, was, I said it. And this, <laughs> this girl was like, what? This French girl was like, what? I was like, La Hain. She's like, La Hain. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a masterpiece, really. Yeah. And I, do you know what? And I'm also glad that I said that because I've obviously started or, or spent a lot of time talking about the other types of films that I watch. Mm -hmm. But I do, which is, but this is what I was kind of saying at the beginning is that I do watch film. I love all, all film and cinema, but it's just, it's rare for me to come across films like that, which, and it's not even rare. Like last night, I watched two indie, like pretty drama based films last week, but. It, um, films which do that, which which are as impactful as they imagine themselves to be, um, I don't come across loads of them, and I'm sure there are loads. So, yeah, and there are lists and lists, but it's they take effort sometimes. Yeah, it's hey, uh, I think we're close to the end. Very last question. Yes. Big big question. Okay. Jelani Blackman. Yes. What 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 film is absolutely perfect mm. in your eyes? Oh. Well, for the for the sake of time and because, well, give me a second, but I, I'll, I'll say The Dark Knight because it's the one that I most regularly think that film is perfect mm -hmm. after watching it and have watched more than once and been like, that's a perfect film. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm just, I will, I will, no, I'll leave it. I, I'll say Yeah, stick with that. it. Stick with it. It's good. It's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it will because I've, I've thought it so many times and I've watched it so many times and it's also the type of film that I'm was so really excited for other people to watch for the first time. Yeah. If they haven't, and I'd watch again with them just because I feel like it's that that good. So yeah, I will stick with it. I'll stick with that. Nice, nice answer. What do you think about the third one? Oh gosh. I actually think that it was Marion Coulitard. I'm sorry for not pronouncing her name properly. Um who ruined it because I don't know she's a great actress. Mm. I think that she added just enough. She put just enough of a splinter in the suspension of disbelief of the whole yeah. thing that it it started. Yeah, the, the thread started to be pulled because Bane was a great character. Um, the storyline was a bit iffy, but it was her. She was she she was the the flying eye yeah, for I'm, me. I've I've often wondered: is she a good actress, or does she I just look, she does she just look very nice and you know? Because he's, yeah. I think he's used her a few times, Nolan. In Inception, I was oh, like, course, even yeah. in Inception, That's right, yeah. okay, she's okay. Yeah. She just about gets away with it, I think. 
But maybe she's amazing. In, in, but I've never seen her in anything that I was like, okay, cool, I get it. I've seen, I mean, I, 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 I've seen her in a few French things and she was okay. So yeah. maybe it's English. Maybe she just struggles to act properly yeah, in which, English. It would make sense. I mean, yeah. like being uh, an amazing actor across languages is, yeah. is, is a skill because different languages have different, I, well, I mean, for lots of different reasons, but they have different um, emotions that you convey from how you're doing it. And that's kind of what it felt like a little bit is that she was just missing the mark slightly of, of what, the um of what the emotion should be of what emotion should be it was all it it was all yeah it was always just a bit too much yeah it was always a bit too much like the way she dies in that film i was like almost like day one it's like fucking acting one (laughs) (laughs) brilliant Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I, do you know what? I really enjoyed this. I could carry on talking. I love, I do love films. I, I am, um, I could, I could, I could keep doing this all day. But, um, but yeah, but is, is that do I have, have we come to an end? Is that, is that I think, is that, I think, uh, yeah, I think I, I need to let you go because I think you've got other stuff coming up. Hey, uh, yeah, th- oh, really? This has been great. Thank yeah. you for joining me. When, when, when did you say the tour announcement is being made? Uh, it's meant to be on Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. So I'll be, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. put this out after that. So that's all, all good. Hey, uh, nice. good luck with the album. Thank you very much, mate. Well, hopefully I'll make it to, to New Zealand. I actually got family and I'm Wanganui. So oh, really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Maybe one day. Well, when oh, you're, when you're supporting Jay-Z uh, yeah. and you're doing like a world tour, like make, you know, let yeah. me know and I'll, I'll come and come and say hello. Absolutely. Well, don't worry about it. <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks again, mate. This has been a really good chat and uh, all the best. Cheers. I've enjoyed it a lot. Thanks. Nice one. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Nice to meet you, mate. Catch you later. You too. Bye-bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. A huge thank you to my guest, Jelani Blackman. I strongly recommend checking out his album, The Heart of It, and you can find Jelani touring the UK and Europe in February 2024. Thanks also to Rachel and Isaiah for helping me tee up the interview with Jelani. Thanks as always to James Van Ass, who wrote and performed the brilliant podcast music, and to Willow Van Ass, who designed the amazing artwork and provided general podcast support. Please like and subscribe, and if you'd like to do me a massive favour, please drop me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This will help other people find the show. You can contact My Movie DNA on Twitter or X at MyMovieDNA or email MyMovieDNA at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>